Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. the replay podcast i am the host this week pagan and i'm joined by the lovely dan my co-host i'm lovely hello lovely <laughs> yes and uh, the, the the lovely guests maria and stephanie hello hello, hello. Hi. welcome guys welcome friends back. of the show welcome back stephanie two weeks in a row yes two weeks yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be hosting the show soon <laughs> like... watch out just kidding <laughs> i mean that's what's been happening yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I'll, we'll call you. Okay, <laughs> like, okay. And Maria, no stranger to the show. Is your third time on? Uh, yeah, yeah. Third time on the show. Good. I like it. Friendly faces. Yes. Friendly faces, friendly faces. Friendly, right. lovely, shining faces. Yeah. <laughs> shining Rainy? faces? Shiny? No. Oh, shiny. Oh, shit. <laughs> Steph's like, I gotta go. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I have to plot. I have to plot. Sorry, we were just talking I mean, like, makeup before shiny. the show heard. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. like glowing? Shiny. Gotcha. gotcha. Shiny. Not in the oily sense. No. It's no. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody. I think we should just dive into this week's topics because yeah. there's quite a lot to get through. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about was the Ratchet and Clank trailer from Trailer Talk. Um, Why? why why well because in the episode if you've seen the episode i mean that's just a whole bunch of furry conversation yes (laughs) which is actually great like i i I watched the episode on tuesday and i remembered it differently than obviously it had been edited and oh my god steph you did such an amazing job with the edit thank you i was the same way because i remember like before editing it and like i was talking to drew about it and so like typically like we'll wait until like monday to send a first pass so i was like friday i was like you know what i'm just gonna speed edit this like let's see like if we need to refilm anything to like you know give the game a little justice and then as i'm editing it i'm like this is actually really funny like (laughs) i mean it was funny like while recording it yeah (laughs) But it just, like, in my mind, it just seemed like so much of, like, a crazy, like, chaos recording. And then, yeah, it was... I think I, I felt the same. I feel like in real life when we were recording that, I thought you would have to edit all of that out. Same. So that we would have, like, no content. Same. And I was like, oh, my God, this episode's going to come out with, like, we didn't Five talk about the show. Like, there's nothing <laughs> going on. But then you edited it so well that I was like, oh, my gosh. There is content here. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, Drew. <laughs> yeah. Drew was like the lifesaver. He was like, yeah. I think the only one Saving Grace. that had like a lot to say. And I mean, for me, like, I don't really know anything about Ratchet and Clank. And then, yeah, I mean, it was a shit show for me too. Cause my dog was barking at the start of it. And like, so I missed like some of the trailer. Romeo. Yes, Romeo. He's we, we he's a good Romeo. one, but friend of the show. Friend of the yes. show, Romeo. <laughs> he's a good boy, but he uh... yeah, <laughs> he always likes to bark when we're filming. <laughs> Doggos he... in general. Doggos yeah. in general. <laughs> so, what, uh, so if anybody didn't see the show, there was a large conversation around furries <laughs> and Rule Thirty Four that if there was uh, if it exists, there's porn of it um, as per the Internet Urban Dictionary slang. <laughs> Um, and they were talking about like if if there was like a Ratchet and Clank porn, of course there probably is. Um, There's a but... Mario Brothers porn. Oh no! Sorry, Ron you know, Dan. Oh, no. <laughs> I actually only learned this very recently. I came across a video oh, really? on YouTube of like the big top like seven things about Mario you never knew, and there was like a Mario on Ice <laughs> show that was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen, more so than the porn. <laughs> they didn't show all the porn, but they showed clips of it, and it's like. Oh my god, this looks so bad, but so funny. How is that worse? Whale. Mario Um, on ice. 
<laughs> just a bunch of people I just like. I don't dressed... see how that's gonna work. There's a bunch no. of people dressed in really bad costumes with giant like bobbleheads. Oh no! And... Oh, it was no. it was scary. I can confirm that there is Ratchet and Clank porn. Oh nice. Oh oh, you've just googled it. Did you <laughs> no, use an like incognito browser? Browser? No, no, it's all yeah. on my phone. Yes, yeah, see, I've never. Yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> I get asked that a lot. Yeah. They're it like, do you ever like, like when you're googling these? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like mm. nah, <laughs> just the <laughs> algorithm is what it is now at this stage. Just leave it. It's fine, whatever. Um, but as we didn't get mu like much of the to your thoughts of the show, Stephanie, um, how do you feel on uh, the Ratchet and Clank new game coming out, The Rift Apart? I mean, yeah. So since I'm still like a noob to the game, it, but honestly, like just looking at it for like first kind of like point of view and seeing it for the first time, like that thing looks beautiful. And, like, I'm curious, too. Like, I want to go look and see if there's other trailers to watch, like, as far as, like, gameplay mechanics goes. Because that, to me, just seems really interesting. Like, when we had watched Kena. Is it Kena? Or Kena? Yes. Kena. 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 I mean, for that one, like, that was cool. And then seeing Drew, like, kind of talk about it on Twitter the other day, like, about, like, finally seeing, like, those mm -hmm. gameplay mechanics. Like, I'm curious. Because, I mean, I'm amazed at how far gaming has come and just how different it is and mm. even though like i'm not a gamer like i'm still like i find that kind of stuff interesting so like seeing that gameplay i mean it, it looks like a movie like it doesn't even look <laughs> i don't know like some of the games that you see it it's like really like poor quality and you're like oh ooh. like it's like the same thing with movies it's like oh i can tell like that's green screen or like what they added in but this mm. it's like you can't tell you couldn't, I couldn't tell what was gameplay and what was not. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I think that's what those kind of games get really, like, get really right, I guess. Um, like I think it's the, the animation the style. The CGI and, mm -hmm. like, animation style of it all that just melds so well with the cutscenes. Um, that as soon as it's finished, you go into gameplay. It's just, yeah, beautiful. Seamless transitions. Yeah. And the colors. Mm -hmm. The colors, too. Like, that's, to me, like, so what really spoke to me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks so good. Yeah. Are you oh. a fan of the show or a fan of the, the games, Maria? Have you played them before? Um, I think I may have touched on, didn't they do it for the stay-at-home play thing? Uh, PlayStation they, released one of them. Was that one of them there? They gave away the remake of the original game yeah. through the, I think it's the stay-in-play stay oh. program where they gave away, like, hmm. or was it, no, it was PlayStation Plus Collection. Yeah, and I it's played the PlayStation that one. Plus Collection. Um, that is a remake that came out in 2015 of the original game. Okay. Which is this one you see behind me. That's the first time I played it because I've never really been much into like the cutesy, cutesy platformer games. Um, Ratchet but... Clank is not cutesy at all. Yeah, well, I played, it <laughs> I, was, I played it for the first time and I was like, this is actually pretty good. And then I saw the trailer talk and I was like, oh, shit, son. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that actually, it actually looks pretty good. So, yeah, I'm mm -hmm. actually excited for it. Especially if um, the haptic feedback on the controller, I hope they do start oh, doing stuff like that. Oh, it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. That, that's exactly the point that I was trying to make on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to see how that game feels while you're traversing through the areas yeah. and, um, and and across the environments and stuff. I just think that that game is going to utilize, um, uh, was it called the DualSense? Sorry? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's um, what it's called. The DualSense yeah. controller um, really, really well. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm again kind of like Stephanie. I've never actually played the Ratchet and Clank games. Um, I have played a little bit of one. I think I've played the demo of one actually, mm. uh, but I haven't played any of them sadly yet. Uh, <laughs> but I I would definitely be interested in picking this game up. I think I've played almost all of them except for maybe two. Maybe really yes. How did you um, feel when it was announced? Like what the like Rift Apart when it was announced last year. Well, here's some insight on that. Uh, if you remember our episode of the podcast where we had uh, we did a breakdown of the PlayStation Five like announcements, yeah, and it was before Ratchet and Clank was officially announced, and I said the one thing that will make me buy a PlayStation Five is Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> hey, and then Ratchet and Clank was announced, and I made dang sure to get a PlayStation Five. So yeah, I'm a I'm a bit of a fan. I have every game upset for like maybe one or two of them, like the ones I haven't played. And oh, nice. to give people a little background, there are 16 Ratchet and Clank games. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And a movie, right? There is a movie oh. as well. Yes. I haven't actually seen the movie. I think I've Not seen it. Not the movie. Advertised. I just Googled. 
<laughs> no. I have not seen the movie myself either. That's the R-rated version. <laughs> yes. Because the, the movie actually got released co- to coincide with the remake of the first game. Like that, the, they okay. kind of made the game almost match the visuals of the movie, and that's where they leaned into like, we're gonna go like full Pixar with this, as far as the animation style goes. But the game has always looked brilliant. Even like, you know, this is the PS2 version of the game, running behind me from you know 2002, yeah, like 2004 somewhere around there I think when that came out. And even back then, the game is seamless between cutscenes and gameplay. Obviously, the graphics aren't quite as pretty, but. Mm. Still holds up really well. So, do you still have that on, um, like, disc, or is that like a digital copy? This is my physical copy. Like, this is my ditch digital. Yeah, my disc physical copy copy running on my PlayStation Two. Yeah. Man. Wait. (laughs) Just I loved all the old games, man. PlayStation Two was such a. um... It still holds up today. The old games, Mm -hmm. they still hold up. Yeah. Oh, there, there it look is. At the, look at those. There they are. Look at those buttes. I mean, of course, the punny. I love the titles. Like, Up Your Arsenal, the... Going Commando. They're two different games. Oh, I see. I see. Sorry. <laughs> That's cool, actually. I, I really like that. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I can't, I've, I don't know why I've never played these games. Like, oh, I've I always loved, like, so Crash good. Bandicoot and Spyro and things mm-hmm. like that. So I, I don't know why Ratchet and Clank was never in my arsenal. Maybe it just, like, mm. maybe I literally arsenal. just didn't have, yeah, of, uh, like, maybe the funds or something like that to get it on PlayStation 2. And then between the PlayStation 2 era to late PlayStation 3, I didn't play games at all. Mm. Um, It wasn't until I got a PlayStation 3 for my birthday did I get back into it with Uncharted. So, um, yeah. I think a lot of the the market was flooded with those kind of games, though, back then. You had, like, Spyro, Crash Bandicoot. It was all the cutesy little creatures and stuff. And I think Ratchet & Clank maybe just fell under the radar a little bit. But, Mm. yeah. Maybe the reason why I didn't play it. Um, I yeah. don't. I don't know if this is like correct of me to say, but it almost felt more mature than the games like Ratch- or Crash Bandicoot and Spyro, mm. and maybe that's just why it didn't appeal to me. Like I feel like yeah. my friends' older brothers or sisters would be playing it, and I feel I feel like we were all playing like Tekken and Crash Bandicoot <laughs> and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it just appealed to a certain audience mm. that was just slightly older than I was at the time when they came out. But I mean, if you can to give any more context than that, like when Ratchet and Clank came out, one, it's Insomniac Games who also made Spyro, Spyro. the Dragon. Mm, yeah. yeah. So yeah. as a fan back then of Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, when the PlayStation Two came out, I couldn't wait for Jack and Daxter. I was like, oh my god, the next game from the team who made Crash Bandicoot. And then Ratchet and Clank came out, and I was like, huh, that's weird. But it was like a low. A little while later, I realized, oh, this is Insomniac Games, this team that made Spyro. And then it's like, guns. Guns, guns, yeah. guns. Everything is guns in that game. I'm like, that's different. You know, like <laughs> Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, you know, you don't have guns in those games. Yes. And the core focus of the Ratchet and Clank games is blasting the crap out of everything with crazy, ridiculous guns. <laughs> well, that's and probably it. It's so fun. Yeah. So fun. It looks like such a great game, and I'm kind of annoyed at myself that i've missed out on it but then let's hey let's face it i've missed out on a lot of franchises over the years so yeah, <laughs> i'm sure i can get back into them at any point but um this looks good this looks really good i'm really interested to see more about uh the characters that they're developing in this one and the humor oh, yeah. um, the humor's always been great in ratchet and clank too oh, and i'm more really excited good. i think than anything about the new lombax character rivet yes because the r- long running kind of motif in ratchet and clank is that ratchet is the only Lombax. only one yes he's the only one. Oh, and so this is the yeah. first time there's ever been another Lombax in the series which i think is so fascinating because obviously they're in parallel uh dimension or parallel universe mm-hmm. because she was like oh your um like your villain or whatever is is like this and she's you know she's sort of referring to the fact that it's like your world or it's her yeah. world or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. Really love that. So she's clearly Rivet is clearly the only Lombax in that universe. That's uh, yeah. cool. Can't wait. Yeah, to yeah, I can't wait to see that. And that's Jennifer Hale, right? Yes. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Who better to have at the helm? That's fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, perfect. I, I, I mean, I think this looks like a really good game. The my favorite part of the trailer probably is where he says, uh, where he's on the desk. He's like clink, and then the guy turns around. And he's like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. "I just thought that was so good." Like that kind of stuff really entertains me. I'm just Those games are so well written. Yeah. And, uh, there's a character that's a long-running character in the series called Captain Quark, 
who was very much modeled after Phil Hartman. Uh-huh. Oh, and you'll see, you'll feel it as soon as you meet the character. Like this guy is just he just oozes Phil Hartman, and hmm. he's this like he's a big fraud, but he talks a big game. And like through, over the course of the first few games, you learn that he's a fraud, and then it's like Quark, like ah, oh, you're just such a big nobody, essentially. It's it's a great running joke in the series. That, so is that the the one behind you? Is that the first game? That's the first game, yeah. Is there a way to still play that like digitally now or anything like on the new system? So it's because of the remake you have to play that. The the remake is the best way to play it because ah. there's no I don't think there's a digital version other than what's on the PS3. They did mm-hmm. a PS3 right. remaster collection that has the first 3 games in it. That's but right. That yeah. is only available on the PS3 now. That's right. Yeah, it's not available on PlayStation Store or anything. Yeah, I think I checked be... it last year when it was announced. I was like, yeah. oh, this will be the original. And then I just couldn't find it. Except for, like, hard copy, I think, on eBay yeah. or Amazon or something for PlayStation 2. Yeah. yeah, And that was one of my biggest um, frustrations when Sony had announced that they were going to shut down, like, the PS3 and the PS uh, Vita right. stores. Because mm-hmm. it's like, how is anyone going to play the old Ratchet yeah. and Clank games unless mm-hmm. they physically own them? Uh, and then they, of course, backpedaled on that decision. And that's, I see how long that holds out for. But yeah. I don't imagine too long, like, especially with the, with the launch of PS5. I feel like eventually they're just going to close them out, which is yeah. upsetting. But yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. But it's sad, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> but still, the nostalgia in me is like, no. Yeah. <laughs> if I have to sad. say anything on that trailer talk episode, though, I actually was going to say I really liked that episode. Oh, really? It's a good episode. <laughs> it was a good episode. It's a great yeah. episode. Yeah, it yeah, was, it was a good yeah. episode. Yeah, like, it, one, I have, my trailer talk interest goes one of two ways. And a lot of the times, especially if it's a video game trailer for a game that I care about, which you guys have done a few of already, uh, the more you guys talk about the game, the better especially with drew being able to nerd out about the series and pj kind of being like this looks amazing i can't tell if it's a movie like obviously pj goes on his i'm assuming wine induced tangent yes (laughs) (laughs) Um, but ultimately you guys did go into a good enough depth on the game that made me go cool i'm glad that they're discussing the game nolan was able to give some good perspective Mm -hmm. you know talking about working in the series obviously he was only in the one game um so far so far so far so far let's not rule him out <laughs> no of the 16 games he's been in one so but that's not let's not rule him out let's not rule him out yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah then the off stuff like the tangity stuff was funny and silly enough that i was like cool like this is entertaining and funny and it's just like i don't know where the hell they're going with this but it's it's a good time <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, feel like, I was. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I feel like me and Stephanie felt that in real time. We're yeah. like, I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> I can see the noticeable like funny. frustration on both of your faces, where you're just kind of like, ah, mm. um, yeah, we're. Just... And then I yeah. can assume, Pagan, that you were recording that episode late at night because you were talking very softly and trying. Yeah, to I yeah, <laughs> I put that in the in the chat. I didn't comment yet. Actually, I should comment on on the video. But yeah, we were recording like at one a.m. Yeah. So I was like, hi. I just have to be really quiet because my fiance is asleep. So <laughs> I'm just going to laugh quietly. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I think like the majority of the time when I was like the whole like, uh, uh, mm, uh, it's more where I'm like, Stephanie's going to have to edit all this out. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, we kept on looking at each other too. Like, just like, totally <laughs> yeah. just like, what? Oh, uh, <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh, no, it was a great episode, honestly. And they were just in, well, like, they were in top form. It was very funny. Yeah. Uh, it was a very funny episode. <laughs> I just was like, we didn't get to talk about the game. Like, what if the no. fans go mental? And I'm super I happy then to see all the comments because all the comments are loving that episode. I'm like, oh, thank God. I know. <sighs> My anxiety can clear. I think, <laughs> I, I think as fans, I think we know what to expect, you know? Yeah. So, we, you know, it's... It's Nolan and PJ has his sassy moments and we're watching watching plastic dinosaurs on the shelf and, you know, so I think think we're all just like, we know what to expect. And so anything about actual content about the game is a bonus for us. So, yeah. It was better than the Resident Evil episode as far as the actual discussion of the game. So that that was a plus. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. I mean, that's... If only Drew's internet didn't die that episode... (laughs) 
Oh, oh I know. Poor Internet. It's, oh. it's still doing that. <laughs> and the funny thing is he was at the office too. So like. Yeah. <laughs> just like uh, he, he can't win. <laughs> I've gotten into the very bad habit that if I'm on a Zoom call with Drew and he starts to freeze in a very funny or compromising position, I have to screenshot it. Oh my god! Just for safekeeping. So if I ever want to make a meme, <laughs> I have the I have the content. And eventually oh, he was I like, "If you're it. gonna keep screenshotting me, I'm gonna have to turn my camera off." I was like, "I'm sorry, I'll stop now." <laughs> They're just so good. <laughs> They're just so good. There was one yesterday. Um, I forget what we were talking about. Um, and oh yeah, like, it, and, yeah, and, and he froze, life. and he like he was blinking, and but he froze like on the like, mid blink. And so I was like, oh, Drew's probably, like, really irritated like, <laughs> with I, whatever uh, we're talking about. Like, uh. <laughs> I think Nolan said something really uh, racy or something. Like, it was, like, mm-hmm. really R-rated. Um, yeah. And you and Nolan, like, pissed or You, Nolan, and Drew pissed yourself. And Drew, like, did this and froze in yeah. this kind of, like, position. Yeah, that's what it was. With his hands over his mouth, just like this. And I thought he was still laughing. Until I realized he was frozen. Like for a good 10 minutes, I thought he was just pissing himself laughing. <laughs> he was frozen. Oh my God. This is some uh, real stuff insider stuff with. right here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what happens on the retro replay meetings? It's very funny. Like everybody could see it yesterday, which was fucking hilarious oh, yeah. on the members live chat. Um, so if you are listening and you're not a member, you can join by hitting the join button on YouTube or you can go to the membership tab on retro replay YouTube channel. And then you can get access to members' live chats so you sit down with us and Nolan uh, once a month. Which could crack. Let's move on to the Retro Replay show where they had Michelle Morrow back on the show this week as a co-host, which was fantastic. I don't know about you, but I'm loving the co-host episodes. Oh, I... Yes. (laughs) It's it's making Uh, me happy. It's making me happy. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, and I liked having having Allison on, and then having Michelle on too, and, and so I'm like, who's next? <laughs> I mean, I we think... can dive into our list of like we have our bag of people that we were like, who's going to be Ooh. on the show? Who can be guests? Yeah, we have a whole <laughs> list of people that people over the year and a half or whatever that we've been recording the podcast have recommended yeah. to come on the show or, or requested, and we're like, yeah, <laughs> we'll just put them in the list. Yep. Um, I think I love seeing Allison and Michelle on the show and on the couch. I think it's really nice to have a female on the couch. Yeah, um, for sure. And like, I don't want to skew any perspectives or anything like that, but I just love to see it. Um, and Allison and Michelle are so funny and they bring such good energy. So yeah, I, I, I loved watching this one and uh, Michelle picked the games. So uh, the games, she, she picked uh, Overcooked, Overcooked 2, mm-hmm. which is a great pick. It like, is. Like, so good. <laughs> Um, have you guys ever played Overcooked or Overcooked 2? How did that go? I haven't, but I want to play this now. Like after watching that, I'm like, I need to <laughs> and editing it. I need to I need to I need to get my hands on that. That looks like a lot of fun. I'll play with you. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> Can you I so there's another question I was gonna ask. It looks like it's a couch co-op, and the only way I've ever played Overcooked is a couch co-op. You can't is play it. Is there a way to play it online? Yes. Dope. I've done the online play in Overcooked 2, couch co-op and online at the same time. Oh. Oh, so you have, say, like, Brandy would have a controller and you could play with somebody else who's a third person in it. You could play with up to four people, We did it where um, myself and Brandy played online. Her and I were on one console with two controllers. Yeah. And um, no, not even. We were on separate consoles, but in the same game online with other friends who were online Uh elsewhere. That's Uh typical. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the same nonsense ensued. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fire. Lots of fire. Cleaning dishes. Did you guys have problems with the uh, cleaning dishes? Because that was Always. my favorite moment. <laughs> yeah. my I just I just loved when she was like, You have to get the pot. The pot. You have to get the pot. It's on no, it's going to go on, on fire. fire. And he's like, What are you talking about? And then it would go on fire. She's like, Great, our whole ship's on fire. <laughs> like <laughs> Just yeah. love Drew's commentary too. Sometimes where he's like, "What's that fire in the middle?" And Michelle's like, "Oh crap!" Like, and it was, <laughs> yeah. like the hot air balloon, like flame, and you. <laughs> he was just spouting random pieces of fire everywhere. You're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and they're making salads like they weren't even cooking anything. Like, <laughs> no. I've got to say though, after watching uh, Overcooked Two, um, mm-hmm. I I really enjoy like the 
the mechanic of the throw, right? That's only available in Overcooked 2. Oh but uh, I've, only, I've only played Overcooked 1, and I think I prefer it. It seems a lot simpler in terms of, like, um, uh, like recipes and stuff. It's like hamburgers and pasta and stuff, whereas they're making sushi. Yeah. Um, so it just seemed like there was a lot more components to each ingredient. Maybe that was just me looking at it weird. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I prefer Overcooked 1, but I enjoy the fact that you can throw it now and the areas, the cooking areas look more, dy- more, more dynamic. <laughs> I'll speak English one day. One of these days. <laughs> <gasps> have you played maria? maria what about you um no i haven't played I've, i was kind of I, I should because me and my husband would get a divorce if we played that game um <laughs> and it would be hilarious um but it's definitely my kind of game but no i haven't played it it's um it's the other switch is it a switch game yes i think okay, so yeah, yeah it's also on playstation oh, okay. and xbox yeah, yeah. there's there's mm-hmm. a new version of it the all you can eat edition that's on oh, everything okay. and i believe it's cross play even across Ooh. the board okay oh i did not know that yes. that's cool yeah, I'll have to give it a go. That the part in the um, in the episode where he had the potato and he just threw it into the river, and it was just like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it seems like a really yeah. fun game. Yeah, poor Nolan, he got stuck with everything, <laughs> and then the fact that he didn't see uh, the second fryer until like what was it, the last game that yeah, they played, the last round. Mm-hmm. No, it was like, it was like the second last round, and then he was like, "Okay, let's do it again," because I didn't know there was another fryer. Right. Yeah, like I told you, I told you there was another fryer. Oh, that was good. <laughs> the beauty of couch co-op. That was oh. beautiful. That so was... I, can, I have thoughts on Maria talking about if her and her husband played that game, they would get divorced because me and Brandy were told to play that game as well. And they thought the exact same thing. Like, you guys are going to hate each other. You're going to tear each other apart. And we actually got to be a really tight-knit really team good. to the point where, like, we went back through and played all the levels. And we're like, we have to get three stars. We have to. <laughs> and, like, we yeah. went back and systematically, like, crushed every level because we just – developed this intense teamwork yeah and it's i only more got like the the fighting when you're playing a level for the first time and you don't know what you're doing or when you're playing with new people who don't really know what they're doing and you get those throwing meat in the river <laughs> moments because <laughs> that was us 100 percent the first time i'm so glad they got stuck on 2-1 i'm so happy they made it there because that is the bane of my existence level in that game because I can't tell you how many times I had the exact same dialogue of like, toss me a potato, toss me a chicken, you know, or, and then just yeet right in the river. Like, no. <laughs> Shit. No. I like when um, Nolan is trying to put something down, but he has mm-hmm. something in his hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he's trying to pick something else up at the same time. <laughs> I can't get the nuri. Why can't I pick up the nuri? He's like, <laughs> oh. so funny. He's like, just, just drop it. Just drop, just fucking, drop. just fucking drop it. <laughs> And then at the like at the end of one of the like the rounds or something like that, he's like, "Yeah, this is not getting fun anymore." And she's like, "Oh, why?" And he's like, "Cause I'm I'm upset, <laughs> I'm <laughs> <upset>. getting angry." <laughs> we were all like, "Yes, yeah. rage <laughs> So let's all get overcooked too, and we all do like a uh, replayer podcast, like co-op stream. Yes. yes. I would love yes. that. I would love that. Well, speaking of co-op streams, Maria, you guys have uh, just started streaming It Takes Two, right? Yes. Yourself and your husband. How are yes. you guys getting on with that? Because I know that's, is that so both fun. a couch, co- that's, yeah, that is both couch, go a bit. It is both a couch co-op game and an online co-op game. So yes, how, how are you guys getting on? Um, Pretty well. We've only got, we did about two hours into it. Um, It's you have to rely on each other obviously quite a lot like, all the puzzles are one person has to do this and one person has to do that so uh-huh. it's yeah it is one of those games that you do have to work together and we're actually like like dan said we're actually working together actually pretty well surprisingly um we're getting through it pretty quickly there's it surprisingly gets hard in that game though mm-hmm. like for it being kind of a cutesy cartoonish game there's like a part in it where there's like nails being dropped on you and i'm like uh, it's it's difficult like it gets to the part but yeah it's it's a really good game i'm really i was really looking forward to it and i saw it first on the um get good liam and todd mm. they played it and i was like yes. we should play this and yeah it's actually it's working out really well um it's a lot of fun yeah it's i enjoyed super it fun and also because they come from the same makers as a way out mm. we really enjoyed a way out so that was the game that was like yeah we should get this but yeah it's a good game yeah this is one of the most uh recent co-op games that i saw that i was like oh wow this looks incredible i can't wait to see what this looks like and um stream it and play it and everything i still actually haven't gotten this game um 
but I just love it and I love the premise and I really liked when it was announced and it looks really really good and I don't think I've played a co-op game for a very long time they're just they're um, not they're hard to find they're like yeah. they're, they're like a rare stone these days and I was looking into this because I was um I'm in the middle of writing an article for oh, great for retro replay website about co-op and I was looking Perfect. into um the the background into co-op and stuff and some people were saying like developers say oh it's it's not a viable option and it's not worth game the game companies getting into and stuff but then um it takes two sold over a million copies in its first month wow so mm. it it there is a market for it and so it's unfortunately people are you know pushing this um the idea of co-op away thinking it's not an option but people want it so yeah um we're always me and my husband are always looking for games you know that have co-op in them yeah i definitely think the market is starved for good co-op games but that's the key thing is they have to be mm. good co-op games because mm -hmm. there's a lot of bad co-op games too yes and i True. think that's what makes it difficult because there's been a couple of games that i myself have purchased under the belief that oh this should be a fun co-op game and then the co-op is kind of broken and it's yeah. like and it just makes it not worth playing but I can even say, too, that like in my days of working at GameStop back in the day, I used to get people coming in all the time being like, me and my girlfriend want a good co-op game or me and my boyfriend want a good co-op game. Do you have any recommendations? And it's like, not really. not really. I mean, like, what do you like to play? Like, if you like shooters, you know, there's like Halo and Gears of War. Mm -hmm. um, or if you want more like uh, silly, fun, lighthearted, you can do any of the Lego games. The Lego games are great for that. Yeah, or true. you've got like Diablo. Diablo was yeah. like one of the main go-tos of, you know, go that anyone could pick up and play Diablo or Lego, like, you know, Harry Potter or mm -hmm. Indiana Jones. Those are great. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's like, it, it, it's hard to find a co-op game that doesn't have like what we call the little brother mode, where it's like mm -hmm. the, second, the second player actually yes. has to have an actual impact in the gameplay and they actually have to be an important part of the gameplay. It's not like, oh, I'm playing the game by myself and I just have this second person helping me, mm. you know? So it's kind of, it's hard to find that game that's like, me and my husband play Borderlands. That's mm -hmm. a big one that we played a lot. And so that's a nice one. But yeah, it's so hard to find that game that you can yeah. sit down and play together. I feel like that was kind of how I felt with um, the most recent co-op Adam and I ever played was Knack. Okay. Um, it has a co-op mode and it kind of does feel a little bit like that little brother mode, but there are things in it that like, it's just easier to do when you have co-op. Um, but you can complete the whole game by yourself. Um, you don't need anybody else to help you. So mm -hmm. introducing to co-op to that was fun, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't play that game as a single player. Mm. Like the co-op mode was the best way to play it and it was good crack, but yeah, I mean, Overcooked is probably the best co-op game I've maybe ever played and we've done gears of war which is really cool but it's definitely a different vibe right like overcooked i think adds like a pressure and there's communication and like keep talking nobody explodes is also a fantastic one um that is a cool co-op game and it's a mm -hmm. good party game to play i have a but castle I'm... crashers on there castle crashers is a fun co-op game too that has a, a good drive to like continue playing it whereas overcooked mm -hmm people might get burned out on because sure. it's very samey and once you kind of like get the hang of things it's kind of like eh, you know like uh but castle crashers is almost more like a uh, diablo s action rpg but it's very silly and funny if you've ever played it uh, i've never played diablo castle crashers that's what no. i was saying castle crashers <laughs> well you said wait it, till you play it takes diablo two bar. though it takes two is incredible yeah, and it looks really good. To uh, Maria's point on that too, it's it literally it takes two. The way you co-op yeah. is very different <laughs> from most games because, like in Overcooked, everyone can do everything, and it takes two. Each person has a very specific role in each level, and you have to work together. So it's a yeah. very interesting and dynamic co-op experience. Well, and it's it's, it's well, well story driven, right? It's very like a, very it's much a so. Good story. Yeah, it's got a lot of heart. It's got a lot of good humor. It's it's very sweet. Yeah, we've been trying to because me and my husband we stream a lot of retro games like old school N sixty four games and stuff, and he's big in the modding community. We've found that there's a lot of mods out there now that are actually making old school retro games split screen. Mm. So oh. we oh, cool. yes yes so we played um, a while ago Super Mario sixty four split screen. 
the Whoa. original. Yeah, it was so cool. It was um, my husband was Mario, I was mm-hmm. Luigi, and we went through the entire game together split screen and it was the funniest shit you'll ever see in your life and it was just like because we went for the whole like the penguin level you oh. know with the penguin sliding down and he was refusing to help me and he said he was stuck up a tree <laughs> and i'm i'm close chasing the penguin and the penguin sliding down the hill and i'm like help me and he goes i can't i'm stuck up a tree and so it's it's Oh, like he was trolling me because I'd never played the game before. But oh, we found yeah. a lot of these, like we found a lot of mods that are making games into split screen co-ops now. And so it's like it's this nice little niche that's out there, you know, that you can actually find. Um, it's worth looking into. Yeah, it's opening up the world of, uh, I guess, retro games as co-op as yeah. well, uh, which is really cool. I love I mean, Super Mario. That was yeah. that was my game that I played on like the DS. I loved that game. So like I, that was one that I think. I forget what level I made it to because it's been so long now. But there's one that I couldn't get past it. I was so frustrated and I just like set it down and then I don't know what happened. But it's like I went and tried to play it because I found like some like arcade version online mm-hmm. to like try to play and it didn't end up working. So <laughs> so I didn't get very far. But like, I don't know. I, I mean, I was looking up just like other co-op games and like I feel like so probably um i don't know I, I played like lego but i never played it with anybody else like i was always playing like probably co-op games but just oh <laughs> as a single player stuff too like if you i was gonna play many co-op too. games yeah because i was gonna say like um like yeah like lego indiana jones was like a game that i played like i was addicted to that game um so good it's so good and i played it on my ds too so like i or yeah, my DS. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh. <laughs> but I feel like that's the only one. But I don't think I ever really played. Like I was always just kind of playing by myself because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like I think, like I remember there's one time like when my friends had like a DS and like we were like chatting, like whatever that little chat room Picto thing, chat. Picto chat. <laughs> like, but that's about it. Like I've never really done like co-op games. So you never um, need to fix that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have Cuphead, sure. like, I've but ever cooked. Oh, you have Overcooked. I do. I do. Um, it's a good one. That one's fun. That one's mm-hmm. fun. I got. I get very frustrated, but it's. <laughs> I think they gave myself. Overcooked two on PlayStation Plus a few months ago. Because I, I have it on, on PlayStation, Apple. but I didn't buy it, so. It's oh, on Steam, um, for and it says that you can play. You can play Overcooked two on Mac, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, because there's like so little games that you can actually play on Mac. Yeah. Yeah. So when you do come across on, you're like, yeah, yes, just download this. <laughs> I don't even it. care if it's shit. Just download it. I know my friend. He was wanting to try to play what was it, The Forest? Oh yeah. Um, together, like just there's all these different games, and then I'm like looking it up. I'm like, nah, it's PC. Can't play it on a Mac. Like... The, the Forest is good, and I must say, like, you can actually you can play. Um, the forest on your own as like a single player mm. but it is mm. not worth your time like i feel like the forest is made to play with friends um and there's so like i actually want to like i guess preach about the forest for, for a little second because i think that game is really cool in terms of like how you can control the gameplay and everything in the settings so you can turn off all of the enemies you can turn off all um um oh. Like, yeah, like kind of stuff so that you can just focus on. Oh, building, so it has like a could... peaceful mode, kind of like Minecraft. Yeah, exactly. So you can actually turn off all enemies and you can play the whole game by yourself just to play the story, which mm-hmm. is cool. And it's really interesting, but it is fun to like. So myself, Janine, Tina and Panda, um, we would, or Emily, um, we would play together and turn off enemies, build a really cool like central hub for ourselves and then you could turn the enemies back on and they'll will come in waves and some of that and it's just good crack like it's just nice fun to like deal with that shit together um i made an ewok yeah, village i, in I that really game. enjoy that huh i made an ewok village in that game amazing yeah as soon as i said you can make tree houses i'm like i'm building the giant tree house village (laughs) yeah it takes forever as well so like you know a tree house might take like 15 large tree logs so you have to go and cut them down and everything which is great when you have four people because then you can Mm -hmm. cut them all together and yeah yeah it's a it's a really good multiplayer game if you do ever get it stephanie you're more than welcome to play yes Uh, yeah yeah one 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 day when i get a playstation you still don't have a playstation (laughs) not yet not not even a ps4 nope oh i think todd just got one like he didn't have one either and he's only just recently got one 
Did he finally? Because I know he was trying to get one, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was I think he was trying to get PS5 it? or something, and then eventually he got PS4. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably Maria. Fucking Probably. Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Liam probably just got sick of his shit and was like, here. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other multiplayer games or like co-op games. And I think I think the Sims for like the Sims 5, they're creating or working on that right say. now. That'd be nice. And yeah. I think yeah. I think they're making it so you could play because that's something people have wanted for a long time, is to be able to play it. Yeah. Together. Yeah, I was actually going to say that because I think um, I thought they had already brought out that feature earlier, like they had trialed mm-hmm. it. And then I was like, did they? Because I'm so sure I totally tried to play this with somebody else. And then I realized it was probably just an announcement Yeah, um, where they where they put it up to say that they're trialing a, a, a multiplayer. They're trying a multiplayer feature based on a mod that yeah. came for a, a Sims 4 where somebody modded the game so they could play with their friends. And they were like, huh. That looks really good. We should probably do that. Because it's um, a brilliant idea. I mean, so for, and I think it would help them. I mean, because I think like The Sims 3, I felt like they were really good with packs. The Sims 4, like visually, it's a great looking game to me. But like the packs, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I wish they would lump certain things together. So it's like not just like mm. supernatural <laughs> ghosts and like you know seances in one pack and then witchcraft and then vampires like sims 3 was a little more like put together i felt like and then cars i miss cars yeah (laughs) it's a stupid thing to miss but like travel like that was always fun like in sims 3 like because you could follow them and like you were always annoyed because you couldn't go into like buildings with them Mm. but like so you get some of that in sims 4 so yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I think I think it's definitely a feature worth bringing in. I think you're right regarding the packs and everything for Sims Four. There's quite a lot of um, agreement, I guess, in the Sims community that Sims Four really does like fail in certain packs. Like some people just like these packs not worth your time. Like yeah, here's a list of ten packs that you just shouldn't get because they're just not worth your time. Um, yeah. I know and it's really bad yeah. because because they'll have like little uh, yeah you've gotten them all Stephanie so you fucked up <laughs> like Actually, there's a few that I don't have there's a few that I don't have oh, really? so few there you go. There, there's like but, some like toddlers or like children's pack that I'm like I, I don't thank you I don't no. yeah that. no <laughs> the thing is like they sell you like packs which Stephanie's talking about like little things that come with this thing and that's kind of cool like you'll get new outfits and maybe a new mm-hmm. area and that's cool and then there's like expansion packs where they'll add yeah. like Sims University or Sims mm-hmm. Parenthood or whatever, and you'll get a whole new neighborhood and everything. So that's yeah. very much where like EA went a little too crazy with the microtransactions and yeah. they get a lot of flack for it. Yeah. Well, now they've got kits that have come out, and kits I think are stuff that's like designed yeah. by Simmers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, but and like oh. those are like five dollars like six dollars so they're like very inexpensive but it just it all adds up yeah Mm. for sure i remember there was a a website called seven deadly sims and you could download stuff from the website for free and it was all like like gothy like looked like the xenomorph from aliens and they have like chairs and stuff and it was like really and it was all based on like you know lust envy pride blah 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 and you'd get like these crazy things and your house just looks like hr geiger or some shit i love it (laughs) there's quite a massive mod community for sims and i think Mm -hmm. like it's really cool because a lot of them are just like they're just there to help like they just like i thought this was cool i built it you can also have it it's free some stuff that's like a little dodgy so just beware if you are listening to this and interested just beware what what you're downloading and (laughs) yeah um but there is stuff out there that like from genuine sims creators on community on youtube as well that they'll create their own mods or get their own mods created for them and then they'll make that available on their website so yeah yeah my favorite uh, thing that, I, does that yes my favorite thing is the mcc command center whatever it's called i love that thing really so good it's ah. it's it's like a little mod for the like game so um like if your sim is not like health wise like every all the levels are uh. down and like you can hit something and it'll make them like happy so like it just like fixes all of that you, so you it's cheat, great you 
So it it's cheats. the need. It does. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's like toddlers. It's like toddlers were the things we complained about, like the very start of Sims 4. It's like, where are the toddlers? Why, why like, you, you have a baby and then the baby ages up to a child. Like, where's yeah. the toddlers? And then they gave us toddlers, and now I'm like, I kind of was happy not having toddlers. No, Stephanie, <laughs> this is the fun of, like, the Octomom challenge and the 100 Baby challenge. The yep. fun of it is having multiple toddlers at the same time. Oh, it's chaos. People will just lose their shit. <laughs> it's very it's funny to watch. And then, like, your kid gets taken away from you, and you're like, why? No, but if you can imagine now entering, like, a multiplayer... You yeah. wouldn't need to have those problems because I would you love know. Sims not a player. That would be amazing. It's only like, there. If you could have people it's like your friends come to your house and steal your mm-hmm. shit, it would be the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, because all all of my Sims somehow, when I randomize their traits, are kleptos. I'm like, yeah. I hate that why trait. are you like a fucking klepto? Well, what did you pick trait. up from school today? I want to okay. see what you got. <laughs> like, can I sell it? Yeah. <laughs> the thing that I've learned too about kleptos is like, so if they're not in your household anymore, or, or like they come over, they'll take things from your house, uh, and it's just not like out. objects. It's like countertops, or like you'll come in and it's like, where's my fridge? And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean. I grew up with that's people not like a that, so. that's a thief. Like that's just a full like it's not even like and I know kleptos are like thieves, but you know what I mean? Like it's not like a mug or a fucking ashtray. It's a fridge. No. You took my um, fridge, you took my stove. I know. I mean that's what people I grew up with, really. So I mean, and I just steal your shit. It's alright. <laughs> all right well i mean if you guys want to find out more or if you are interested in any other multiplayer games or co-op games that we haven't spoken about let us know in the comments and maybe we'll bring that up next week and have a chat about um what you guys liked to play and what you guys think is the best multiplayer game or co-op game at the moment um if you want to read more about maria and her upcoming article you can head over to the retroreflexshow.com where you can find out more on a lot of articles mm-hmm. um dan did you want to shout out one in particular Yes, I very much wanted to shout out um, one of the recent articles that was posted onto the website that was an uh, interview with Allison Hayslip, recent, you know, last guest appearance, host. you know, mm-hmm. the last couple of episodes. Um, we got to get an interview with Allison that was done by our very own Brandy Brown. And uh, she got to sit down with Allison for a little while and talk with her. And they had an incredibly fun, interesting little chat. <laughs> um, so they get into all kinds of things. Her history as a gamer. Um, how Heart Baby Eggplant was created. Um, and it's, you can tell, you can feel the fun in their conversation in the article. And I think people should definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pagan, last week you had said something about me wanting to talk about like new releases. I was going to say, you can always check out new releases on the website because I do sure. a monthly update every month on the Retro Replay website with all mm-hmm. the new releases that come out every month. That's right, at RetroReflexShow.com. Head on over. There's some really amazing articles. If you're a member, you're more than welcome to leave comments and engage in the comment section of those articles, too. Um, send us your feedback. We'd love look to look forward to Maria's upcoming article. Yes. Yes, I would be. I'm mm-hmm. really interested to see this one now. I'm about yeah. to co-op. Um, it's good. Very, very on brand. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I tried. <laughs> Portal 2 <laughs> and now Overcooked 2. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much. If you are listening and you have any members' questions, you can send them over to members at retroreplayshow.com. And if you have any questions for this show, it's the replayerpodcast at gmail.com. Maria, Stephanie, thank you guys both for coming on. This is your chance to give out any of your social details if you'd like anybody to find you on social media. Maria? Um, I am uh, Twitter on PocketNinja85 and on Twitch, I am twitch.tv slash PocketNinja85. I'm just PocketNinja everywhere. Yeah. Love that name. <laughs> I love that name too. I, I was just thinking how well, so suitable that name is to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, oh what about gosh. you? For me, um, I forgot to give this out last time. So my, I have a Twitch now. Ooh. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's um, hold on one second. It, it's a Sims thing, I think, is what. Wait, it's I think not there's... judging. It's a Sims no, thing, but I know. it's all underscores in between every All underscores, word, yes, right? I know. So it's underscore, uh, underscore. So Courtney. underscore between every word. It's a, th- yes. It's a Sims thing. Uh, yes, it's underscore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, we'll put it in the description if you really yes, want to find out. It's confusing. Go follow, but... go follow on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, Twitter and um, Instagram is judging since day one. So mm-hmm. Judging since day one, Judging. right? Judging. Yeah. Yes, for one. Judging since yes. day one. Yes. But pretty pretty simple and i'm sorry if i don't always like i never know who is like 
I've been getting a lot of follow requests on Instagram, so I'm sorry if you've, <laughs> I just don't know who certain people are, and I get some sketchy people sometimes, and I'm like. I actually have the same thing. I have two Instagrams. I have one that was like a personal account, and then the second is pagan underscore plays, like you all know, and yeah. that's more like a public account, and a lot of people will try and follow me on both, and I'm like, I don't want to be rude, but mm. there's a mm. reason the other one is private, so yeah. Yeah. I'm super happy to have you follow me on pagan underscore plays on Instagrams, like super happy there. The other one, I won't be giving it out, obviously, so I'll just get more requests, <laughs> but it's a private, private account, so uh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And on that note, and I again apologize, Facebook requests, Facebook friend requests, I really don't uh accept them. Yeah. Which is same. just something that like my family is on Facebook and they're connected to me and they share yeah. me weird things. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just embarrassing yeah. and it's no, very close niche. So unfortunately, Facebook and the private insta is, is not available. Uh, uh Dan, what about you? Uh yeah, of course you can find me streaming on youtube and twitch at stark evil vash on both uh and i'm stark evil vash on any other platform you might be looking for me like instagram um not on facebook <laughs> but i'm stark e vash s-t-a-r-k-y-v-a-s-h on twitter as you can see right here below and any one of you can do this right now and point at your ins- your Twitter handles right now. <laughs> there you go. You can find me at Pagan Plays on Twitter and at Pagan underscore Plays on Instagram and on Twitch. Um, yeah, thank you guys. Thanks everybody at Retro Replay for everything that you do. Without Thanks. the show, it wouldn't exist, including you, Stephanie. Thank you um, for having me again this week. You are thank welcome. Thank you for coming back. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming back, Mich- uh, Maria and Stephanie. It's so such a pleasure to always have you here. Uh, friends of the show, you're more than welcome to come back as well if you want to keep keep going with these dumpster keep fires shooting the shit i was gonna say next week's trailer talk but i guess it was this week's trailer talk was one of my favorite episodes mm. so. oh exciting <laughs> oh. oh yeah 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 coming one a little food. <laughs> at the time the episode airs they would have like it would have already aired so what a great yes, episode it was so it was so funny it. it was so funny yeah. <laughs> uh the funniest thing about that one i think is like i don't know if you've included it in the edit is when pj was like all right we're not at a class at a community college can we just like kiss yeah spoilers myself and drew get into something and pj was like all right we're not at a community college let's just say we make up for the lack of conversation in in this one (laughs) (laughs) there's an awful lot to say in this one all right everybody thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week Game over. Game over. Bye. Bye. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.